In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and he created humanity, Adam and Eve, and everything was good and bright and sweet. There was no sorrow or sin or death or illness or cruelty or anything like that. There was no darkness. Humanity and God lived in friendship. And there were, there, like I said, there were no problems. And then the serpent showed up and he whispers to Adam and Eve, and he convinces them of a lie that the Lord is not to be trusted and that you will be free without him. And so Adam and Eve, they do what the servant tempted them to do. They, they eat the, the fruit of the tree, they sin, they leave the garden, they, they leave God. And what they thought was that they were getting freedom, but instead what they got was slavery. Because after that sin, humanity lives in slavery to sin and to death. So as the centuries continue and humanity lives, humanity forgets all that it knew before. Forgot where we came from, forgot what we're here for, forgot how to act or, or what life is for. We forgot God. And humanity searches but finds little because we're blind. And humanity tries many things but achieves very little because we are bound. So we say, well, what about God? Is there God? Maybe. Don't know. You can't really know. But then, because God loves humanity, because he, he will not stand by while humanity is made a slave, God launches this rescue mission and he sends his son Jesus. And so this is where the gospel story from today breaks in. Jesus has been preaching, he has been doing miracles, and finally he takes his disciples aside and he says, who do you say that I am? So he's brought you here today and he asks you this question also. This isn't like you know, a, a survey question or something, it's not for all of us to answer all together. But he actually asks you in particular, in your life, in your place, with your family and background and all of that, on this day, he says, who do you say that I am? So we're gonna come up with an answer, but first we say, well, how do we come up with an answer to this question? Because there's a bunch of different questions that can be asked, but to, to come up with the, with the proper answer for a proper question, first we have to say, is there a right answer? And if there is a right answer, then we ask, how do we find the right answer? So the first question, is there a right answer to Jesus' question? Can one answer be correct and the other incorrect? Here's some examples of different questions that can be asked. If I asked you, what color is 42? You would hopefully not answer at all because you would say, that is a nonsense question with no answer, okay? There's no incorrect or correct because there's, there's no answer to it. That's, that's a ridiculous question. What color is 42? There's, there's no answer to that. But if I asked you, what is the best carnival food in all the world, then, you might have an answer, but can it be incorrect or correct? Maybe some of you would say, yes, I know. I know what the best carnival food is. Um, you know, there's, there's corn dogs, there's cotton candy, there's Dippin' Dots. But in the wonderful place, the wonderful state of Iowa, they actually have, at the state fair, they have deep fried butter. <laughs> yep, deep fried butter on a stick. And so you go and you get this, this block of butter, deep fried and delicious on a stick, and the trick is that they have these vats so that as you go, you dip it in mayo and then eat it like that. Okay, so we would all have opinions on what the best carnival food is. 
In Iowa, they, they have their own opinions. But if we ask that question, there's no correct or incorrect answer. There, it's a subjective question. It depends on your opinion and your taste. Um, is the question that Jesus asks today one of those questions? I, last time I flew uh, on a plane, most of the time when you fly as a priest, as you're walking up the aisle, <laughs> I have fun with it actually. You look around and you can see people look up and then look down. <laughs> And there is dread in them if they have an open seat. And so most of the time, when you sit down, you're like, oh, actually, that one's mine there. And they go, ah. <laughs> and they put in their earphones, and that's the end of it. And then you just fly, and you're, you, you don't really talk. But the last time I flew, I sat next to a woman. She worked in HR, and she actually wanted to talk. It was great. So we talked about her job. We talked about what it's like being a priest. And she said, you know, I, I grew up Christian. I don't really go to church anymore. She, she said, I don't really see the importance in it, but the, the two things that made me just stop was the hypocrisy that I saw among other people who went to church and the suffering that I see in the world. Like, how can God be good and allow all of these things? And I was like, wow, yeah, those are, those are two big obstacles. And there isn't like an excuse. We can't just ignore these things. But I said, the, the main question though, because we can deal with those if we answer this one. I said, who is Jesus? Can you answer that? Because everything else depends on that. And she did not answer the question because she saw it as a kind of subjective question. She said, well, you know, some people love Jesus and other people don't, and I don't think it makes that much of a difference. He's sort of like what you make him. But when we ask, when Jesus asks, who do, do you say that I am? He is not asking, what's the best carnival food? He's asking, who is that? Okay, we're talking about a person. And person is, is a someone, they're, they're not just up for uh, opinion or taste. You know, like if I asked you, who is that? And you said, that's Frank, then I would say, no, that's Bob. Okay, you got it wrong. Actually, you were incorrect. So when we're talking about people, a person, we're not talking about something subjective. What, how would you feel? I know how I would feel, but how would you feel if people just uh, made of you what they wanted? You know, like, oh yes, you know, my neighbor, they are always there to help me and I can ask for anything, even in the dead of night. And your neighbor hears this and says, that's not who I am at all. Like, I don't want to be that to them. So we can do this to people, but we know that it's unfair. A person is a person and we, we have like respect and even reverence for a person because we don't get to say who they are. They're outside of us. They're their own thing. So this is the kind of question Jesus asks. Who is that? With a person, there can be correct or incorrect answers. And there can be kind of a correction that happens too. Or we say, oh, I, I used to think this. You know, like, I used to think this person had three siblings, but actually they had four. I was wrong about that. But also, so we can be correct or incorrect, but also the question of who a person is, is a bottomless mystery where there's never a point where we can describe a whole person in words, no matter how many words we put to it. At the end, there's still something elusive, something that we haven't captured or totally understood. So there's always more to know. There's always a deepening that happens. So to answer this question to Jesus, like we said, the first question is, is there a right answer? And to that we say, yes, there is, because Jesus is a person. Then we say, how can we find the right answer if there is one? How do you learn who a person is, like every day? When you meet somebody, how do you find out who they are? Very often, we've heard things about them, 
But until we meet them, we can't really say we know them. Because very often somebody says, oh, that guy, he's the biggest jerk. And then you meet him and you say, actually, he was a very kind man. I don't know what that person was talking about. They got it wrong. How do you learn who a person is? Are you, are you doing this with Jesus like you would for somebody else? If he's a person, and we have ways of getting to know a person, are you doing that with him? When we say, like Jesus says, what, well, what, what do other people say about him? We'll get a mixed bag, for sure. It's not like a great source. Some people are right, some people are wrong. But, it's really important in the gospel today, Jesus actually, he gives certain people the responsibility of telling people who he is and who he is not. He does this with Peter today in the gospel. So, as you take in the opinions of others and formulate your own answer, you've got to keep that in mind too. There are certain people that Jesus says, ask him. As we look for the correct answer to this, the right answer, the one place that we haven't looked yet, and the one most important place to find out who he is, is what does Jesus say? Who does Jesus say that he is? Here's some of what Jesus says. He comes and he says, I am your creator, and I made you for joy. You are blind, but I will open your eyes. You are slaves, but I have come to set you free. You have been ruled by death and by fear, but I will make you live forever. I am God, and I am all good and all powerful, and I love you. He says, I am Jesus. I am the conqueror of death. I am the pillager of hell. I make darkness tremble in fear. And I am the lover of your soul. This question, who Jesus is, is the first and most important question. For all the students here, how you answer this question is not just gonna determine how you spend today, but it will determine the rest of your time in college and the rest of your life. For all of us, we have to ask and answer the question of who Jesus is before we answer other important questions like, who am I? Or how do I act? Or what do I say? Or how do I find happiness? Or how do I deal with this problem? Very often, when people come to me with issues, because there's a crisis in their life, or they're struggling with something, or, or whatever is going on, very often, the first and most important question in all of this is, I just ask them, who is Jesus? And when they find the answer, Almost everything is solved, and everything is changed. This is the first and most important question that we have to answer. Jesus asks it today, and he asks it of you, and he doesn't allow us to sidestep the question. We have to come up with an answer, and maybe you don't have one prepared today, but you gotta reach one. We've, many of us have answered this question before, maybe thousands of times. But our answer is, we have to answer it every day because it is always deepening. And because it changes, how we answer it, it changes everything for us. So, even if you have an answer in your head right now, I encourage you, just name the conclusion. What, what, who is Jesus? Even write it down or share it with somebody else. It could be, it could be anything. It could be, he is God, he is my savior, or it could be, I don't know, or I don't care. Well, what is your answer? Because he asks you today and he waits for you to respond. This is, this is the primary question. This is, this is everything. Who is Jesus?